September 19 through September 25, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and it is great to have you with us today. We are glad you have joined us for Main Menu this week, and we have quite an interesting and, and informative show lined up for you today. As you know, the past week and this coming week is all filled with all kinds of new things for iDevices from Apple. This past Wednesday, the 17th, of September was the release of iOS 8 operating system and that's what we're mainly talking about here today on Main Menu. We have Main Menu staff member David Woodbridge with us today and he's going to give us a great overview of the major features and all the best information there is out there for you for iOS 8. I would suggest if you're streaming this broadcast, you may find out after the broadcast is over, you may want to come out to the website at mainmenu.acbradio.org and download a copy of the show so you'll have it for later reference as you're going through and learning more about iOS 8 if you are using an iOS device. I'm sure that quite a few of you are and Maybe some of you haven't even gotten iOS 8 even installed on your device yet. So you're going to find a lot of very interesting things here that Dave is going to be talking about on today's show. Just wanted to mention to you that over the next several weeks, we're going to be covering a lot of new things here on Main Menu. And we just want to kind of fill you in a little bit so you can be ready to be listening each week to Main Menu. Next week we'll be having Dan Clark from Freedom Scientific will be coming to us and he's going to be doing an introduction and training on the new features of JAWS 16, which of course we'll be releasing in October. So if you're a JAWS user, you're thinking about being a JAWS user, you're thinking about upgrading your JAWS to version 16 and whether it has any features that you really want. Next week's when you want to tune in to Main Menu and catch Dan. Dan's going to do a fantastic job as Dan always does with training and covering features and explaining to you how it all works and what it's all about. So you won't want to miss that and then in October, we'll be talking about the new KNFB Reader software for iOS. Dusty Voris from Freedom Scientific is going to also be in in October to talk to us about the latest release of version 13 of Magic. And so you'll want to hear that. And we also know, of course, that later in October or early November, there will be a major release of a new operating system for the Apple Mac. And then also, it is expected that the first previews of Windows 9 will be out, and we'll be covering that for you, too. So, lots of good stuff coming up here, really, in the next few weeks uh, to a month, month and a half. And so, you want to keep it right here, and be sure you're checking in with us here at Main Menu each week, as we cover all the newest technology and the blindness perspective for you. You have a great weekend. We'll see you next week here on Main Menu.
all of us here on the Main Menu team consider your thoughts, questions, suggestions, and any other feedback that you may have very important. To interact with us on the show, you can send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to find past show archives and more information about Main Menu, you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you're interested in other ACB Radio programming besides Main Menu, you can learn more about ACB Radio by visiting www.acbradio.org. If you would like to receive Main Menu as a weekly podcast, you can do so by subscribing to the Main Menu podcast feed with the URL http slash slash mainmenu.acbradio.org slash rss.php. You can also hear us by subscribing to Main Menu in the iTunes store or by finding us in the iBlink radio app made by Serotech for iOS and Android-powered devices. Finally, we are heard on radio reading services from all over the world. The radio reading service in your state or country may already be carrying Main Menu every week. If you would like to receive announcements about the latest ACB radio programming news, including Main Menu, you can subscribe to the ACB radio announce-only mailing list by sending an email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Finally, if you would like to interact with listeners of all ACB Radio programs, you can subscribe to the ACB Radio Friends List by sending a blank email to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us. Welcome to this iOS 8 demonstration and in this demonstration I'll actually be using my iPhone with voiceover hence turned off and I should say that I've currently got my iPhone unlocked sitting at the home screen. Now if you're wondering which device will work with iOS 8 it's the iPhone 4s and above, the iPad 2 and above and as far as I know it's the iPod Touch fifth generation and above. After US time September the 17th by going into settings, general, software updates and check for the update. So in this iOS demonstration I thought I'm not going to go through all the features in detail and demonstrate each one. I'll highlight a number of them and then talk about the rest. 
and I've grouped them into a number of categories. I've got general items, settings, Siri, accessibility for voiceover, and then general accessibility options. Now, one thing I can't actually show you this time around for this particular demo is the third-party keyboard support. And I'm talking about the new upcoming Flexi keyboard that will be integrated into iOS 8, because as we know, iOS 8 supports third-party keyboards. And at the time of this recording, I wasn't able to obtain a version of the Flexi keyboard to show you. But basically, as I understand it, you'll be able to go into the keyboard settings where you select your keyboard, such as emoji, other language keyboards, and then you can switch between them on the fly. So you can switch from your standard, if you like, English keyboard, or your emoji keyboard, or your flexi keyboard, and cycle back through the other way. And for those that may not remember, Flexi, of course, is the, at the moment, standalone keyboard app that does typing pattern recognition. And I'm really looking forward to getting stuck into using Flexi when it comes out as a third-party keyboard in iOS. And just as a final note, this demonstration is really to give you an overview of most of the different features coming up in iOS 8. And I will be doing more in-depth demos in the coming weeks. So with that said, let's get on with the show. General features. In the lock screen notifications now, where you get a notification about a message, a tweet, an email, etc. You can now do a one finger flick up on that item, of course, using voiceover to reply to such an item. So for example, if you get an iMessage, you can do a one finger flick up and that allow you to reply to that message from the lock screen. Notifications center, where you get to, by doing a three finger flick up from the status line, you'll now notice two buttons, a today button and a notifications button that you can use either one. On the home screen, if you flick to the clock app, you'll now also be able to hear the time. Okay, so if I just flick through my home screen with one finger to the right. Calendar, photos, camera, clock, 9.05 a.m. Okay, you can get the time now from just the home screen. Recent contacts or favorites from the app switcher. Now, this is actually one of my favorite features in iOS 8. Rather than having to go in somewhere and find a person to iMessage or call back, etc. If I press the home button twice to bring up the app switcher, one, two. App switcher, mail, one and read email, running. And I flick to the left. Home, running, people, Jessica, button. Okay, these are the people that I can quickly phone or message, etc. So I've got Jessica, flick to the left. The button. Thea. Voicemail, button. <laughs> That's my voicemail. Carla, button. That's Carla. The button. That's VA as in Vision Australia. Ellen, button. Ellen. David, button. David, because I messaged myself earlier today. Message bang. Button. Message bank. And that's it. So for example, if I wanted to contact Jessica, I'll flick to the right. Vision. Ellen. Jessica. Button. And one finger double tap. Jessica. And now if I flick to the right. Phone call. Jessica. Button. I can make a phone call. Message. Jessica. Button. I can message her. FaceTime. Jessica. Button. FaceTime. FaceTime audio. Jessica. Button. Or FaceTime audio. And if I flick to the right one more time. Home. 
running. I'm back to the start of the app switcher. So keep in mind that these are either the recent people you've contacted or your favorites. Okay, I'm just gonna press home to come out of the app switcher. Messages, two in red messages. When you're typing with the on-screen keyboard now, you'll actually get word predictions that you can select from. So if I flick over to notes, for example. Calendar, photos, camera, clock, maps, videos, notes. And do one finger double tap on notes. Notes, accounts, back button. Flick to the right. New button. One finger double tap on new. Note, text field is editing. Okay, so I'm going to start typing in the quick, as in for the quick brown fox. But it's going to type in T-H-E. Capital T. Capital T. H. H. E. E. Space. Space. The. Okay, and it's going to do Q. 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 And come to the top of the screen with my finger. Back button. Done. The 60. Note. Text. Fee. Q. Original text. Quick. Best prediction. Swipe up or down to select a custom action. Then double tap to activate. Okay, I'm going to do one finger double tap on quick. Ooh. Brown. Best prediction. And then it knows that I've typed brown before, so I can do one finger double tap again. Brown. Brown. Fox jumps. Best prediction. <laughs> double tap on fox again. Fox jumps. And it's going to keep going. If I flick back to the left. Over. Prediction. Note. Text field is editing. The quick brown fox jumps. Okay, so as you can tell, it does get to know your pattern of what you've been typing. And it does work fairly well. Remember that you don't have to type in a full word. You can type in a partial word and then it will give you the word predictions of that word as well. So I'm going to press home again to come back to the home screen. Notes. In maps, you can tap on tracking to get to tracking and headings. And what that will do is as you near an intersection, it will give you more information about the particular intersection that you're coming up to. So that's quite a handy feature as well. Now this must be one of my, uh, this is an, again another one of my favorite options, is being able to send a video or audio message via messages. So I'm going to go and touch on messages on my home screen. Messages, two in red messages. One finger double tap. Messages, messages, two, edit. Now I've already sent a message to myself to save a bit of time, so if I flick to the right. Messages, compose, search, message back, David Woodbridge, 8.09 a.m., okay, attachment. Tap on me. David, back to, to right. David, detail, message, today, your message, read date of, David Wood, your message, delivered. David Woodbridge, attach media, message, record audio, button. Now for this one, I'm actually going to take the mixer out of my iPhone just to make sure it's going to work properly. So I'll pull it out now. So I'll flip back to the left. Message. Text field. Record audio. Button. Okay, so one finger double tap and hold. I'm recording a short message to myself. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush never to be seen again. Take my finger up. Flick to the right. Zero. Eleven. That's how long it took. Cancel. It's cancel button. Play. Button. And I can play it. So one finger double tap on play. Okay, and now I want to send it, so flick back to the left. Cancel. Recording length. Send. 
Button. One finger double tap on send. Your message. Message received from <laughs> David Woodbridge. One attachment. If I flick to the right. Delivered. Keep. Button. David Woodbridge. Audio message. 9.22 a.m. 11 seconds. Button. Okay, there's the audio Slide message. Slide up or down to select a custom action. Then double tap to activate. One finger double tap on the message. Audio. Okay, and if I have one finger flick up. More ellipsis, save. Activate item. More ellipsis. If I double tap on more. And flick to the right. Delete button. Delete. Forward button. Or forward. So for the moment, I'm going to flick back to the left. Delete button. And one finger double tap on delete. Alert. Delete message button. One finger double tap to confirm. David, voicemail. Call 101. You have two new voice messages. Okay, I'm going to press home. Messages. Two and red messages. Come back to my home screen. And I'll just plug my mixer back in. Also in messages, you can send your location. You can name a group chat. And you can also mute or leave a chat as well. The weather app also now gives you more information, particularly for daily information about precipitation, humidity, and wind speed, etc. And it also now uses the weather channel. FaceTime has a new look. It primarily splits up your audio and video calls into different sections now, which makes it a bit easier to navigate the app. Go to a desktop version of a web page in Safari is actually quite nifty. So I'm going to go to my second screen on my home screen. Page two of four. And touch towards the top. Extras folder. Three and apps. And select bookmarks. Books folder. Bookmarks folder. Ten apps. One finger double tap. Bookmarks. Heading. Text and field. To the right. Apple accessibility. Apple Viz. Amazon. David Wood. I access. Podbean. VAEM. Apple I. Audible. Okay. And we did one finger double tap on Audible. Safari. Mobile Audible. Audible audiobooks. So that's the mobile version of Audible. Now if I touch on the address bar. Mobileaudible.com. And do one finger double tap. Address. Text field. Flick to the is right. editing. Clear text. Cancel. Add to favorites. Request desktop site. Button. Okay, I've got a button now that says request desktop site. So if you particularly want the desktop version of a mobile site, that's where you can bring it up now in Safari on iOS. So I press my home button again, come back to the home screen. Home. Audible. Bookmarks folder. 10 apps. Now I know I said I was going to talk about settings next after general, but I just need to pop into settings and show you another option that you have now in Safari. So if I just press my home button to go back to the main home screen. Home. Messages. Two in red messages. Touch towards the bottom. Settings. And one finger double tap on settings. Airplay settings. And let me flick down to get to Safari. Airplane, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, personal, carrier, notif, control, do not, general, display, wallpaper, sound, passcode, privacy, icon, iTunes, mail, notes, remind, phone, message, FaceTime, maps, compass, Safari, button. Okay, let me one finger double tap on Safari. Safari, settings, back button. And flick to the right. Safari, search, heading, search engine, duck, duck, go. Button. As you can tell, I've changed my search engine from, I had it on Google previously, to DuckDuckGo. 
And what this search engine does, it allows the fact that you're not being tracked for your searches on the internet. So if you want to change it, you just do a one finger double tap on this item. Search engine, Safari, back button. Okay, of course that was the search engine option. Flick to the right with one finger. Search engine, heading, Google. So I can select Google. Yahoo. Yahoo. Bing. Bing. Selected, DuckDuckGo or DuckDuckGo, which I had it on before. So that's a way that you can protect your privacy even more using iOS 8. So I'm gonna do a two finger scrub. Safari, settings, back button. Another two finger scrub to come back out of Safari and go one level back up. Settings. And I'm back to the main settings screen in settings. Press the home button to come out. Settings, messages, two in red messages. Another really cool function in iOS 8 is called Hand Off. And what Hand Off allows you to do is to hand off basically any iCloud enabled app that of course has Hand Off functionality invoked. And of course, most of the iCloud based apps on the default iOS apps have that, such as Messages, Maps, Reminders, Notes, Mail and Safari. And what you can do is you can start using that app on one device and finish off using it on another device. So I can write an, an email or start to write an email on my iPhone and then hand it over to my iPad or indeed to my Mac. I can hand it off from my Mac to my iPad or to my iPhone. So what basically happens is you start using one of these apps on the device you're using and then what happens on the other devices, if you look on the dock on the Mac, the first item, you'll see an item there that might say mail iPhone or reminders iPhone to let you know where it's coming from. Or if you have a look in the app switcher on either your iPhone or your iPad, to the left of where it says home on your app switcher, you'll find a similar item for the app that is being handed off from the other device or on your lock screen of your iOS device, you'll also find the same app there ready to use as well. So basically handoff works with any iCloud on your same Apple ID, of course, and you'll find it on all the devices on iOS, on your app switcher or your lock screen and on the Mac on your dock. And if you want to check your status of handoff or to turn it on or off, you can go into settings, general, handoff, and you can toggle it on or off within that settings screen. Now, just a tip, if you do start playing with Yosemite, which is OS 10, 10.10, you'll also find the handoff feature in system preferences, general, and the same toggle to turn handoff on or off. Spotlight now searches more sources, including Wikipedia and it also tries to take into your context and your location now. So that's quite handy with Spotlight. There's two new apps, the Tips app and the Health app. And the Health app will integrate with various third-party applications, data, and third-party hardware later on. So that's actually quite good. And the Tips app is basically, as the name implies, to give you tips on how to use iOS. And so I'm going to go to my third screen of my iPhone here. Page three of four. So I'm touch towards the bottom of my screen. Page three of four. Health. Back to the left. That's health. Tips. 
There's my tips app. One finger double tap. Tips. Read your favorite people. Heading. Okay, so I've been reading about a particular tip at the moment. If I touch towards the bottom of the screen. Person to favorites in phone. Share. Button. Now I'll end on the share button. That was sort of down towards the right hand side. I'll flick back to the left. Six of six. Button. Six of six. Table of contents. There's Button. my table of contents. One finger double tap. All tips. And I'm showing all tips. Flick to the right. Quickly respond to a notification. Okay, let's quickly respond to a notification tip. Get reply notifications. Get reply notifications. Send an audio message. Send an audio message. So let me double tap on that one. One finger double tap. Send an audio message. Heading. And if I flick to the right. Messages. Image. In messages, touch and hold. The record audio button to record. Swipe up to send the recording. To delete it instead, swipe left. Okay, and of course that's referring on how to use it without using VoiceOver. But it does work quite nicely as we found out before. And this tip app is quite easily to navigate, as you can tell. And of course they'll be updating it with various tips as we go along the journey with iOS 8 and beyond. So I'm going to press the home button again. Tips. And I'm going to press it again to go back to my main home screen. Home. Messages. Two and red messages. As far as I understand, both the iBooks app and the podcast app now gets installed by default in iOS 8. And that will do it for some general information and demos of iOS 8. And then we've moved on to the settings options that I'm going to talk about. And I probably won't demonstrate most of these. You can now tell what apps are draining your battery now in usage. And basically you can get to that by going to settings, usage, and look under battery usage. And that'll tell you what app at the time is draining most of your battery power, which is quite handy. There's a couple of new options in iCloud, of course. We've now got the ability to be able to share, as Apple calls it, family share, up to six people for items in iTunes, iBooks, and the App Store. And of course, that's all done without you having to share accounts. So you're actually sharing out a particular purchase, as I said, amongst the iTunes apps and the iBooks store. You've got an iCloud Drive option now, of course and you can see what applications are using your iCloud Drive and you can also toggle them as well if you need to. Now remember with Yosemite on the Mac, that's OS 10, 10.10, which is a bit confusing to say that one. You've also got the full access to the iCloud Drive as well, but of course that's not quite out yet as of the date of this recording. This one, I might show you where it is, and this is your last known location of your iPhone before it goes flat, of course, using Find My iPhone. So I'm attached towards the bottom of my screen on my home screen here. Dot, phone. Flick back to the left. Page one of weather, passport, settings. Okay, there's settings, one finger double tap. Settings. And I touch towards the bottom of my screen. Notifications, button. And, I keep, and I'm gonna keep flicking through it, I hit to iCloud. Control set, do not just general. Display, wallpaper, sounds, passcode, privacy, iCloud. Button. Okay, one finger double tap on iCloud. iCloud. Settings. Flick to Back the right. button. iCloud. David Woodbridge. Set up family sharing. Button. Okay, that's the family sharing button. Storage. 4.1 gigabytes of iCloud Drive. On. Button. That's the iCloud Drive options, etc. Photos. On. Mail. On. Contacts. On. Calendars. Reminder. Safari. Notes. Passport. Backup. Keychain. Find my iPhone. 
on. Okay, let's find my iPhone. One finger, double tap on that one. Find my iPhone. iCloud. Back button. Okay, one finger flick to the right. Find my iPhone. Heading. Find my iPhone. On. Find my iPhone allows you to locate. Send last location. On. Okay, and there's the toggle. I've already got mine turned on. Send last location. And if I flick to the right again. Automatically send the location of this iPhone to Apple when the battery is critically low. Footer. Okay, so that's quite handy if you able to track your phone if the battery goes dead. So I'm going to do a two-finger scrub on the screen to go back to the previous level. iCloud. Settings. Now, I just want to quickly show you an option in iCloud Drive itself. One finger flick to the right. iCloud. David Woodbury. Set up family. Storage. iCloud Drive. On. Button. Okay, one finger double tap on that. iCloud Drive. iCloud. Back button. Now, let me scroll to the bottom of the screen for that three-finger flick up. Row 6 to 17. Row 16 to 25 of 25. Row 17 to 25 of 25. Okay, and touch towards the bottom of the screen. When not connected to Wi-Fi, use cellular network to transfer documents and data. Footer. Okay, flick back to the left. Use cellular data. On. Okay, you've got an option there to actually turn cellular data on or off so that iCloud's not using it when you're on data to save your bill. So I'm going to do a two-finger scrub to come back again. iCloud. Settings. And I'm back button. out of iCloud again. Two-finger scrub again. Settings. Heading. And we're back to our main settings window. And I should say there's also another option now in Messages and Messages History. And that's where you can get iOS to keep your messages for 30 days, for one year, or forever. Now, in Settings for each app now, you have two distinct areas now with iOS 8. You have iOS Settings and you have actual app settings now to make it a little bit easier to navigate. So if I scroll my screen up again, a three finger flick up. Rows 20, rows 31, rows 39 to 49 of 152. Okay, and let me touch the, towards the bottom of the screen. ABC iView button. So let me double tap on ABC iView. ABC iView settings, back and button. And if I do one finger flick to the right. ABC iView heading, iPhone settings, heading. Okay, we've got iPhone settings, one finger flick to the right. Notifications button. Notifications. Use cellular data. On. Use cellular data, currently on. ABC iView settings, heading. And here's the specific app settings. So ABC iView. Captions, off. Captions, off. Show detailed errors, off. Show detailed errors, etc. So it makes it easier to work out what particular options belong with which, whether it's the iPhone, iOS, or specific app settings. So I'm going to do a two-finger scrub again to go back to the previous screen. Settings, heading. Under settings, privacy, in respect to location services you can now restrict an app to always use locations only when the app is being used or never and I actually quite like the one about when the app is being used of course the only one I don't tend to use that one for is find my friends or find my iPhone so that is a quick whip through of some of the changes you'll find in iOS 8 under settings and now let's move on to talking about Siri. And of course, one of the big things that people have been talking about Siri is the new feature where you can say, hey Siri, and it will activate Siri. And you can talk to her or him, depending on what language you've got running. Now you need to activate that option in the Siri window in settings. So while I'm still in settings, let me just go to general. General button. If you double tap. General settings. Back button. Flick to the right to, for Siri. General. About. Software update. Siri. Button. Double tap on Siri. Siri. 
General, Siri, Siri, on. Press and hold the home button to start speaking to Siri, then release the button when you allow Hey Siri, on. This, of course, says allow Hey Siri on. And, of course, you can toggle it off if you wish. So if I flick to the right again. You can speak to Siri without pressing the home button by saying Hey Siri when connected to power. Footer. Okay, so it tells you how to use it when it's plugged into power. You can use this option and, of course, you can toggle it on or off. Of course, it's not on all the time because if you're on battery, it would drain your battery too much. So if I just press the home button to come back to the main home screen. Messages. Three and red messages. Okay, let's try and use it. Hey Siri, what is the weather today in Gosford? Weather for Gosford coming up. Okay, that's temperature for Gosford today will range between 12 and 24 degrees. Hey Siri, what is 2 plus 2? Let me think about that. The answer is 4. And if you want to get rid of her or him and go back to your previous application and or home screen, you can just say this. Hey Siri, goodbye. One password, button. Okay, and I'm back out of the Siri interface. Now I was planning as part of this demo because I'm currently using the GM Goldmaster build of iOS 8 to show you the other cool function which is Hey Siri, identify this song. Uh, you're not listening to anything. Which you can tell currently doesn't work in this build. But I read on 9to5Mac that it will be coming back in the general release of iOS 8 from September the 17th. So if you have a song playing, you can say that command for any song that's playing nearby and Siri will tell you the name of the song. And if you do have the Shazam app installed, you've got further functionality as well as getting the lyrics for the song, etc. And of course that was all done by using my voice without touching the home screen. So that's basically the two main options that I wanted to show you about Siri. And now we're on to the final two options, which are voiceover accessibility and general accessibility. In voiceover now, there's a new Braille screen keyboard or Braille keyboard, and you can turn that on in settings, general accessibility, voiceover, and then rotor and select it in there. And that will come up on your two finger rotate and of course that's where you can also bring up the handwriting mode that you can also turn on in that same rotor screen panel under the voiceover settings in accessibility and i've already turned this on on my iphone so if i do a two finger rotate now on my rotor handwriting lowercase okay so that's my handwriting mode and if i do a two finger rotate again rail screen input landscape tabletop mode six dot Okay, so basically you heard it say tabletop mode and six dots, which means I've got it set for six dot braille input. And also it's in tabletop mode. So I've actually got the phone flat with the face going up and the back of the phone down. Now if I put it in away mode with the screen facing away from me and the back towards me like this. Screen away mode. It does say screen away mode. And if I touch the left hand side of the screen with three fingers. L, seven apps. Light detector. I've just done an L. So basically it's the same as the Embraer app in a way people have used that. 
on the left hand side you've got dots 1, 2 and 3. On the right hand side you've got dots 4, 5 and 6. And on the home screen in this case, it works the same way as the handwriting mode. And you can search for apps on your home screen using the Braille input keyboard. Now I won't do any more of the keyboard at the moment. Suffice it to say that you've also got a calibrate mode when you first start using it to place your fingers on the screen. And you also have an explore mode as well for exploring the screen layout. But for the moment, I'm going to come out of the Braille keyboard and that's done by just doing a two finger rotate on the rotor, the same way you come out of handwriting mode. So I'll do that now. Portrait. Okay, and I'm out of the Braille input keyboard. And if I touch the screen, Game Center. I'm back to the normal home screen. So keep in mind, you can not only use it the same way as handwriting mode in the home screens, but of course you can also use it for brailing in to any edit field in iOS. Now speaking about Braille, there's a few new options in the Braille panel in VoiceOver now. We go into accessibility settings by using Siri. Hey Siri. Accessibility settings. Settings. Accessibility. General. Okay, let Back me button. flip to the right. Accessibility. Vision. Heading. VoiceOver. On. Okay, button. one finger double tap on VoiceOver. VoiceOver. Accessibility. Back button. And touch towards the bottom of the screen. Speaking rate. 30%. Okay, adjustable. Right. Speak in. Use pitch. Use sound if speech. Braille. Button. Okay, one finger double tap on Braille. Braille. VoiceOver. Back and button. Flip to the right. Braille. Heading. Braille display output. Contracted. Button. Okay, so you can control your Braille display output. And there's also shortcut keys for that on your Braille display as well if it's got a keyboard. So you can control your Braille display output. If I one finger double tap on there, we can see what options we've Braille got. Braille display output. Braille. Back button. Flip to the right. Uncontracted 6 dot Braille. Okay, uncontracted 6 dot Braille. Uncontracted 8 dot Braille. Uncontracted 8 dot Braille. Selected. Contracted Braille. And contracted Braille. So I'm going to do a two finger scrub. Braille. Voiceover. Back button. Flip to the right. Braille. Heading. Braille display output. Contracted. Button. Braille display input. Six dot. Button. Okay, you can control the Braille display input as well as the Braille display output, which is the previous option. Flip to the right again. Braille screen input. Six dot. Button. Braille screen input. So that controls what you're going to be using on the Braille screen input mode that I previously talked about where you can set up via the rotor to turn it on. Status cell. Off. Button. Status cell is normal. As Equations before. use Nemeth code. Equations off. as before. Show on screen keyboard. On. Show on screen keyboard as before. Turn pages when panning. On. Now turn pages when panning. For those that have been using iOS 7, you might have noticed that when you're reading with a Braille display, it actually stops at the bottom of the page. Well, this now will actually allow you to keep going and scroll to the next page automatically. And this works particularly well in the Kindle app and in the iBooks app. You may notice in the iBooks app, you'll also get a page reference, but basically you'll be able to keep reading continuously now by just scrolling your Braille display. And the rest of the options, of course, are exactly the same. Now there is another keyboard command that you can use with Braille display based keyboards now, and that's quick nav toggle. And that's turned on with spacebar Q or called Q. And that allows Braille display users to take advantage of the same usefulness as QuickNav that's found on Bluetooth QWERTY keyboards. I.e. when the QuickNav is turned on, you can do single letter navigation on the screen. 
Now I must say I've had some issues navigating with Braille and also using QuickNav on the Bluetooth keyboards. But I find when QuickNav's turned off, the stability of navigating is a lot better than when QuickNav is turned on. But this is only 8.0. Hopefully it'll get better with 8.01. Okay, so let me come out of Braille by doing a T-finger scrub. Voiceover. Accessibility. Back button. And I'm going to touch towards the bottom of the screen. Navigate images. Always. Button. And flick back to the left. Always speak notifications. On. Typing feedback. Button. Now I want to show you two typing options. This is typing feedback, which we're normally used to. One finger double tap on that one. Typing feedback. Voiceover. Back button. And one finger flick to the right. Typing feedback. Heading. Software keyboards. Heading. Okay, so this is your typing echo for your software and your hardware i.e. Bluetooth keyboards. But the other option I really wanted to show you, two finger scrub. Voiceover. Accessibility. Back button. Touch towards the bottom of the screen. Navigate images. Always. Back to the left. Button. Always speak no typing style. Touch typing. Button. Is typing style. So one finger double tap on that one. Typing style. Voiceover. Back button. And now besides our normal standard and touch typing, you can actually set one finger flick to the right. Typing style. Heading. Standard typing. Standard typing. Selected. Touch typing. Touch typing, which I've currently got selected. Direct touch typing. Or direct touch timing. So when you're in an edit field with the on-screen keyboard, direct typing is where you can position your fingers over the screen and literally start directly typing on the keyboard. So it's a lot faster than touch typing. Remember also to you can also get to the different typing modes when you're in an edit field by doing a two-finger rotate, which will take you around to typing, and then a one-finger flick up or down to cycle between standard, touch, and now direct typing. So let me do a two-finger scrub to come out of there. Voiceover. Accessibility. Back button. And the only thing that's actually gone from this panel is compressed voice because that's now all contained in the speech option within the voiceover panel now. Now the other thing I wanted to show you is in rotor. So let me touch towards the bottom of the screen again. Navigate images. Always. One finger button. To the left. Always speak. Typing feet. Phonetic feet. Typing st rotor. Button. There's my rotor. One finger double tap. Rotor. Voiceover. Back button. Now, I want to get down to the bottom of the rotor, so I'm going to do a three-finger flick up. Rows 9 to 19 of 29. Row 17 to 28 of 29. Rows 19 to 29 of 29. Okay, and I'm down the bottom, so I touch towards the bottom of the screen. Selected. Braille screen input. Now, that's Braille screen input. So that's where I was saying before where you can actually go into settings, general accessibility, voiceover rotor, and select your here to turn it on. And if I do one finger flick back to the left. Reorder audio ducking. Button. Selected. Audio ducking. We now, of course, have audio ducking on iOS. So when you're playing music, rather than the music ducking under the actual speech or voiceover, it'll stay the same volume. So if I start playing a track now by just doing a two-finger double tap to start what I was listening to before playing music. Okay, so I've already selected audio ducking. So first of all, I'm going to do a two-finger rotate around to audio ducking on my rotor. Volume, punctuation, sounds, hints, audio ducking. And a one finger flick up to see what the state is. Audio ducking off. So I've turned it off now. One finger flick down. Audio ducking on. So audio ducking is now on. So if I do a two finger double tap now to start that music playing. And I do one finger flick to the right. Reorder vertical navig selected. Audio ducking. Okay, you can hear the music go lower when it's talking. 
Now if I turn it off. Audio ducking. Off. Now do one finger flex the left. Reorder vertical navigation. Button. Okay, it's actually started the same volume. Selected. Audio ducking. Reorder vertical navigate. Vertical navigate. Reorder vertical navigate. Selected. Audio ducking. Now I'm just navigating around the rotor. Options. One finger flick down. Audio ducking. On. Now turn it on. Click to the right. Reorder audio ducking. Button. Selected. Audio ducking. Reorder vertical navigation. Here it's lower now. Vertical navigation. Reorder vertical navigation. Now if I stop. Button. Draggable. Sound comes back again. And two finger double tap stops the music playing. So that's audio ducking. You may find that useful in applications where you don't want the sound ducking under what voiceover is saying, etc. So let me do a two finger scrub to come out of that rotor settings. Voiceover. Accessibility. Back button. Now the final thing I wanted to talk about with voiceover in this demonstration is Alex. And of course Alex is well known to being available on the Mac. Well, you can also get Alex now on the iPhone 5S and above. And of course that's the iPhone 5.6 or iPhone 5.6 Plus. It is a very clear sounding voice. I can't currently cannot demonstrate it because I'm actually using an iPhone 5 for this demonstration. I am getting an iPhone 5.6 Plus very soon. So I will demonstrate on how to actually activate Alex. But basically you can go into voiceover, speech, into dialects and select the English US voice Alex. Download the voice and start using Alex as your default speech for using voiceover and of course the other speech option which is the general text to speech in iOS as well if you want to do it that way as well. Just keep in mind that the Alex voice is approximately 900 megabyte so it is fairly large so if you're using a phone that's got lots of storage or an iPad that's got lots of storage that's fine but if you're only using 16 gig a 900 megabyte synthesizer file is quite large. Okay, so that's enough with voiceover. Let me do a two finger scrub to go back to the main accessibility panel. Accessibility, general, back button. And what Apple has done in iOS 8, they've actually rearranged or made it a bit tidier, the accessibility panel now. So basically these are more sort of general accessibility options that Apple is either recategorized or added new options now. So let me do one finger flick to the right. Accessibility, heading, vision, heading, voiceover, on, button, zoom, off, button, invert colors, off. Okay, so of course voiceover, zoom, and invert colors has always been there. However, we do have a few more options in zoom now. So let me do one finger flick back to the left. Zoom, off, button. One finger double tap on zoom. Zoom, accessibility. Back button. And one finger flick to the right. Zoom. Heading. Zoom. Off. Zoom magnifies the entire screen. Double tap three fingers to zoom. Okay, this is the normal instructions about how to activate zoom. Drag three fingers to move around the screen. Double tap three fingers and drag to change zoom. Follow focus. On. And now here we have some toggle options. Follow focus, which is new. Zoom keyboard. Off. Zoom keyboard. Currently off. And that's whether you want the on-screen keyboard magnified or not. Show controller. Off. Show controller. So how to actually operate or use Zoom, whether those controls are visible. The Zoom controller allows quick access to Zoom controls. Bullet tap once to show the Zoom menu. 
Bullet double tap to zoom in and out. Bullet when zoomed in. Drag to pan zoom content. Footer. Okay, that's an explanation of that function. Zoom region. Window zoom. Button. Okay, zoom region. Currently set to window zoom. And if I one finger double tap on that one. Zoom region. Zoom. Back button. We've got different zoom regions. One finger flick to the right. Zoom region. Heading. Lens modes. Heading. Okay, heading lens modes. Full screen zoom. Full screen zoom. Selected. Window zoom. Or window zoom. So two fingers scrub to go back. Zoom. Accessibility. Back okay, button. Flick to the right to get back to where we were. Zoom. Zoom. Zoom mag. Double tap. Drag three. Double tap. Follow folk. Zoom keyboard. Show controller. The zoom controller. Zoom region. Window zoom. Button. Okay, that's where we were just previously. Maximum zoom level. Heading. Of course, maximum zoom level. Heading. Maximum zoom level. 5x. Adjustable. 5 times. So I do one finger flick up. 6.5. 8x. 9.5. 11x. 12.5. 14x. 15x. 15x. Okay, it goes up to 15 times. One finger flick down. 13, 12, 11, 10, 8, 8 7, 6.5, 3.2.5, 1.2x. Okay, down to 1.2 times. One finger flick to the right. And that's it for this current screen. So if I do a two finger scrub. Accessibility. General. Back button. Okay, we're back to the general accessibility window. We're at a zoom panel. One finger flick to the right. Accessibility. Vision. Voice over. On. Zoom. Off. Invert colors. Off. Grayscale. Off. Okay, and we're up to the next option, grayscale. So grayscale is a new option. It's a toggle, of course. You can turn it on or off. So flick to the right. Speech button. Now, speech, what Apple has done that I said they recategorize stuff, they've taken all the speak selected text, speak auto text, etc., and put it all in this speech option now. So if I do one finger double tap on speech. Speech, accessibility, back button. And flick to the right. Speech, heading, speak selection, on. Okay, speak selection on was there before. A speak button will appear when you select text. Footer. Okay, a speak button will appear when you select text. Speak screen on. Speak screen on. This is a new option and it does work when you're also using voiceover. But basically, when you're in any app screen and you do a two finger swipe down from the top of the screen, text to speech will fire up and read what's on the screen. And you've got play options to start, stop, etc. that text-to-speech playing back to you what's on the screen. So if you're a person that doesn't require the full use of voiceover, you just require a bit of text-to-speech. And while we're in here, let's just do another one finger flick to the right to finish it off. Swipe down with two fingers from the top of the screen to hear the content of the screen. Footer. That's the explanation. Voices. Button. Here's our voices selection. Of course, that's where you can also select Alex if you wished. Speaking rate. Heading. Speaking rate. Speaking rate. 30%. Adjustable. Highlight content. On. Highlight content. Highlight content as it is spoken. Okay. Highlight content as it is spoken. Very good for people with dyslexia. Speak auto text. On. Speak auto text is currently on. Automatically speak auto corrections and auto capitalizations. And we hear the dong and that's the end of that screen. So basically, as I said before, they've taken all the text-to-speech options in the main accessibility screen and put them under speech now, which I think makes a lot of sense. So two fingers scrubbing and go back. Accessibility. General. Back button. And let me quickly do one finger flick back down to speech. Access. Vision. Voice of Zoom. Invert. Grace. Cat. Speech. Button. Okay. Flick to the right again. Larger text. On. Button. Larger text. That was there before. Bold text. On. Bold text was there before. Button shapes. On. Button shapes was there before. Increase contrast. Button. 
Increase contrast was there before. Reduce motion on. Reduce button. motion was there before. On slash off labels on. On slash off label was there before. Hearing heading. Okay, now we've got the hearing heading. Hearing aids button. Hearing aids. LED flash for alerts off. LED flash for alerts or LED flash for alerts. Mono audio off. Mono audio. Phone noise cancellation on. Phone noise cancellation. Noise cancellation reduces ambient noise on phone calls when you are holding the receiver to your ear. Footer. That's explanation. Left right stereo balance. 50%. Adjustable. Left right stereo balance. Adjust the audio volume balance between left and right channels. Explanation of that. Media. Heading. Now here's a new category heading with a new option. So this is media. Subtitles and captioning. Button. Subtitles and captioning. That was actually there before in iOS 7. But this new option, flick to the right. Video descriptions. On. Button. Is video descriptions. And I'm pretty sure this refers to audio descriptions. So I'm hoping that when we get more audio described movies, etc. on iTunes, that if you have this turned on, you'll get audio described along with the movie that you're listening to, which I think will be absolutely fantastic. So I flick to the right again. Learning. Heading. We have the learning heading. Guided access. Off. And button. guided access was there before. Interaction. Heading. Now, heading. Interaction, which was there before. Switch control. Off. Switch control. Button. Assistive touch. Assistive off. touch. Button. Call audio routing. Automatic. Button. Okay, call audio routing. Automatic. That's the current option I've got it set to. Flex the right again. Home click speed. Default. Button. And of course, that's various options about how fast you need to press the home button. Of course, that was there before. Accessibility shortcut. Voice over. Button. And accessibility shortcut. And remember with iOS 7, that got changed from triple click to accessibility shortcut. But that accessibility shortcut has another option in it now. So I do a one finger double tap on that. Accessibility shortcut. Back button. And one finger flick to the right. Accessibility shortcut. Heading. Triple click the home button for. Heading. Okay, triple click the home button for. Selected. Voiceover. And of course I've got voiceover selected. Flick to the right. Invert colors. Invert colors was there before. Grayscale. Now we've got grayscale. Flick to the right again. Zoom. Zoom. Switch control. Switch control. Assistive touch. And assistive touch. So the new option that is there now is the grayscale. And just remember as a bit of a tip that if you've got more than one option selected in this particular panel, then it'll come up with the accessibility shortcut dialog and you'll need to choose an option from that pop-up dialog, which may be a bit challenging if you're a voiceover user and you've turned voiceover off previously. And that's why I've currently got mine set to just voiceover. So I can press the home button three times to toggle voiceover on or off. And that's it for the general accessibility settings, I believe. Let me do a two-finger scrub to go back to the previous screen. Accessibility. General. Back button. And that concludes this particular part of accessibility settings in general. So I'm going to press the home button to go back to the main home screen. Home. Messages. Two and red messages. And that completes this demonstration of an overview of iOS 8. Remembering that I went through general, settings, Siri, accessibility voiceover and accessibility general. And I also made a statement at the beginning of this demonstration that I will be doing other demos more in depth of the features that I've talked about in this particular demonstration. And I will also be doing a definite demo or podcast on the Flexi keyboard when it becomes available. But for now, Thanks for listening and bye for now.
Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. I'm here today to invite you, the listener, to submit to Main Menu. Do you have an accessible game, appliance, piece of software, hardware device, or anything else that you would like to demo that you have not heard about here on Main Menu? If so, are you interested in submitting a review of this product to Main Menu? If so, please first email mainmenu at acbradio.org. In that email, make sure to tell us what you would like to cover for Main Menu. If this is a topic that we are interested in and has not been recently covered, we will be glad to have you submit this piece to the show. Begin to record your piece by eliminating all background noise, including TVs, radios, other people talking, loud fans, etc. If applicable, turn down the speech rate on the device that you are demoing. Once you have recorded your file, it is recommended that you edit the submission. If you can save your file in MP3 format, please encode your file at 128 kbps 44.1 kHz stereo. If you must use another format, bit rate, or sampling rate, we can take care of the conversion for you. However, we recommend that you get your submission to us in the format previously mentioned. It is also recommended that you edit your piece. This may include editing out long pauses, mistakes, a lot of ums, or other fumble words. If you are not able to edit your piece but you feel it needs edited, please email us at mainmenu at acbradio.org and someone on the Main Menu production team can edit your submission for you. You can also contact the production team by visiting mainmenu.acbradio.org and clicking on the staff directory link. Once you have your file ready, please contact us at the email address previously mentioned and we will let you know how to get your submission to us, and we will also let you know when it will be able to be aired on the show. We appreciate your continued interest and support in ACB Radio's main menu, and we look forward to hearing you on the show. We do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.